Hey everybody, this is episode 18. No, 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 it's not. No, it's 98. The ultimate deck podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The ultimate deck podcast. Let's go. This is where you come in, Wade. This is where you, you're supposed to be the guy rapping now. Rap, rap, hurry. I don't know how to rap. Okay. Shane Chapman, Wayne Laurent, Bryce Walanyak <laughs> here with you today. Woo! Episode 98. I, I said the other day, I was like, how many times am I going to intro our new podcast with Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Show? Because that's what I've done for 100 episodes. And, and now. I haven't yet, but I went the other way and called this episode 18. Because the other podcast is called. It's the other 18. The other 18. So, whoops. Slip that one up. Whatever. Today's an Instagram q and I don't episode. think that was a slip up. Fine, let's go full promo here. <laughs> um, genuine slip up. What, what did you do last night, Wade? Did you get up to anything? No, I didn't. You I had a big day in the yard here yesterday. Oh boy, I was busy and then got home and I bought, uh, we actually bought uh, half beef from a friend of ours from high school. Half beef? Yeah. Half a beef. Oh, you bought Third half beef. a beef, not yeah. half a beef. Half beef. No, no, half a beef. <laughs> <It was> half, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the other half? The other half was undis- who knows? Debatable. Undisclosed. Came from yeah. Weyburn, For so. sure didn't come from A&W. <laughs> so uh, we bought half a beef. Shane and I and another buddy, Ryan, split it because everybody says that that's the, the best way that's to buy That's the way beef, to do it. Right? It's like the least expensive and it's... Like you don't support the big conglomerates like that that's basically right. goes right to the farmer. Yeah. And so that's a buddy of ours from high school. I got in touch with him. I paid, I don't know what I paid, something like 13 bucks a pound for ground beef one day at Costco and phoned him and was like, yeah, so I'm done with this. It's time. Like now we're. Have, so, have beef prices gone up? They've in gone growth, up. The grocery yes. Roof. Like pandemic pricing is yep. in full effect right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. picked up a half beef from him. Last night was the first time I'd had any of that beef. I cooked a roast. And uh, it was amazing. Good. How it did you amazing. cook it? And for how long? Braised it. Uh, no. That's the freaking way to do it. I did. You have to braise roast. Oh, foolproof. Oh, it's. I was going to put it in the smoker, but yesterday oh, yeah. was an absolute gong show in the store. So JJ put it in the oven at four thirty, and just like traditionally cooked it in the oven because I couldn't get away. I couldn't. Oh, you leave. don't eat till ten, right? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, how is that enough time to eat that at no, six? No, she he put it in the oven. supper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to put it on the smoker. It ended up not going on the smoker. Right. I was going to go home at noon and put it on the smoker and then eat it. But it didn't. What happened was it went into the oven at 4.30 and we ate at 6.30. was in the oven for two hours. And it was just like, it was awesome. And then I picked up a bottle of wine on the way home. I picked up an Amarone. Oh. From where? Sobeys. Oh, okay, yeah. I would do it, yeah. Kirkland has, speaking of wine, I'm a nerd for wine, but has uh, Italian Barolo. We bought some of those. Yeah, it's like 36 bucks. That should be like a $90 bottle of I wine. Know. And don't drink it for another five years. Nope, that's not going to happen in wow. our house. It's going to be like... Maybe I should buy one. It's going to hit it you in the, in the face. I should oh. buy one and put it in the safe. <laughs> oh, you're expecting Wade to have patience and self-control. That's Around alcohol? Good, yeah. good luck. So anyways, anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, your wife is in here. Says yeah. you, you didn't exactly cook it. I didn't. I even said oh. I, didn't, I didn't cook it. I was <laughs> supposed to. I wasn't sure how that was supposed to be read. You didn't exactly cook it, no, or no. you didn't exactly cook it. Mm. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? Like it, it was raw because it was only in the oven. No, no, no. So she did the. She did all of it. I didn't yeah. do any of it. She nailed it, and it was so good. Yeah. So I agree with braising, though. Like yeah. braising with roast, unbelievable. It's so good that way. Um. Anyway, I don't have enough time. 
Raising so easy. Listen. Just put I didn't say that it was complicated. So that's what I've been doing on my roast typically is smoking them and then braising them. Oh, wow. And, oh. Because it would sear the outside with that. Well, it just gets a bit of smoky flavor in it first, right? And then throw <laughs> this it in the This is a cooking podcast like, now. Yeah. JJ says, yeah, after Bryce's orange wine recommendation, I'm a oh. little nervous about the Barolo. <laughs> oh, sorry, JJ. <laughs> well, maybe someday her refined taste will catch up to your... Oh, I like taste. crazy shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> like vinegar, nail polish. Remember? That'll work too. <laughs> uh, nothing. Did nothing. Eight. Worldly news. Are we worldly newsing? I get like we were going to try do? to speed this yeah, thing yeah. up. Yeah, you just like I'm just giving you the heads up that you should get it ready. I'm was ready. that a lead up to like? Nope. I did, like I was a tired little guy yesterday. It turns out that being out in the sun all day and lifting things, hard work. Right. Yeah, those yard guys, they got a. That's a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> you should pay them more. I actually it really enjoyed I, I enjoyed being outside and talking to people all day. It was I enjoyed it and getting like cleaning up. Like it was actually a, a fantastic day, but it's tiring for sure being out there. Like, did you feel like a used car sun. salesman? Nope. No. No. Oh, right. Because you weren't bartering. There so was no was haggling. Like, you were already getting the bottom below get bottom price. So there was no. Yeah, um, especially on that side of the building, right? That's the west side of the building. It's all concrete on the ground. It's like super white building on the back side. It's just reflecting heat. Yeah. Like we were over there baking. It's supposed to be 28 degrees today. 27, 28. That's like, what, 85? Summer's coming back. Not bad. Is it really? Yeah. Let's wrap this up and go golfing. Right. Okay, Nobody let's expects go. us to be around yeah. here today. I did not, I don't, didn't do anything last night. I went home and like, we, also we were actually supposed to go to Justin and Jen's place last night. And so I got home. Yeah, right. I forget what I do all the time. I got home. My sister-in-law was over. She was going to babysit the kids. I jumped in the shower. We had supper and then we didn't go. You mean you had a so, babysitter and you stayed home? Uh-huh. Holy. Whose fault is this? Jaycee's. Because she's not here to defend herself. Correct. And she's not in on the pod either. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, What's the real story, though? Let's do the world news before I get myself <laughs> okay. in trouble here. <laughs> did, you, did you play, did you get an Xbox recently? I did. No, I asked if you did. No, I yeah. didn't get an Xbox, but I bought the game that <gasps> you bought. Because Sean bought when you got your Xbox. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I'm working on something. Fit. Okay. First of all, start that this again. episode is a giant shit show right now. We've bombed the intro. We bombed this little guy. Okay, let's get to the world news. Just so you know, Mom, I'm working on something very, very big. Very important. You're going to be very proud. It's the world news. God, let something go right on this podcast, okay? Bryce, have some good stories. First news. Quebec town called Asbestos searches for a new name. That's the town That's name. That's the name of the town. It was one of the first asbestos mines in Canada. Okay. That's why they were named Asbestos. I think they should keep that. That's history. That's why like not? So here's what I don't like Somebody's right now offended. about the like the statues being torn down and stuff. It's like dude, that's history. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not good. Some of it isn't, right? Like so yep. oppression and slavery and like that stuff's not great. But if you erase history, then you don't know that, like, you're bound to repeat those mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the the statues of John A. McDonald getting, Sir John A. McDonald getting knocked down is like, that's no good. That doesn't erase. Nope. Doesn't like, change anything. It doesn't change anything. And, uh, like, I'm fairly biased, but I think Canada is a pretty great country. It's mm-hmm. like, good for him for finding it. Place is a shithole. <laughs> Are we flawless? <laughs> I mean. Absolutely not. Regina. <laughs> but, you know. Anyway, so don't change the name of the town. Why, like, why? That's a 
That's a great story. We I feel like this is like a this is a me too and not a hashtag me too. This is a me too thing. They're like, well, everybody else changed their names with people offended. We should change ours now too. It's like asbestos isn't offending anybody. No, it's killing people. Do you want to know the suggestions for? Yeah, yep, I do. Okay, the top four suggestions are the French spelling of Phoenix. Okay. Oh yeah, of course, because it's re- anything it's that's reborn back, has to right? be called yeah. Phoenix. Apollone, which is a species of turtle. So okay. I don't know how that manages. There must be turtles there. Trois Lac, which means three lakes. And this is my favorite. Trois Lacs. How far is it from Trois Riviere? Like, I don't know. Jeffrey. That's my, that one's got my vote. The name of the man who operated the town's first asbestos mine. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey. So if you're trying to divert yourself from the history of being an asbestos mine, why name the town after the guy who started the asbestos mine? Or the turtle. Name Makes it after some sense. The name it up. You have to think about the like the monument that you're going to put in your town that people can come to. Right. Mm-hmm. Turtle. The turtle. I agree with that. But I think that the if the turtle's name is Jeffrey, then, then go with that. If the turtle's name is Jeffrey. Yeah. Not Franklin. Go with Jeffrey. Go with Jeffrey. Nobody in the town likes any of these names. Good. So Trump. maybe they'll just keep the name then. Lake. Okay, oh, let's lake. move on to Malaysian man missing Malaysian man's missing phone turns up loaded with monkey selfies. That's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. I want video on this one. There is video. So <laughs> I'll talk about it first though. A Malaysian resident woke up in the morning to a lost phone. A so monkey they, snuck into his house. Yeah, they broke into his house. Yeah. Took his phone, played with it. And then left it outside. He found it outside the next awesome. morning. Is yeah, there so pictures? Good. Did they share it? You can't write that article without it. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, lots awesome. of evidence. On the Instagram live, here's the pictures. Oh, now it's just broken. Phone. Oh, no. Why, why there, is this moving? There, it's there, right they're there. coming. This is, this is the <laughs> monkeys steal this guy's phone and shoot a bunch of selfies. <laughs> I feel like well, that wouldn't happen funny. very often. That's pretty funny. No, I would think not. Although monkeys stealing things in like... Apparently that's a big problem. India and uh, Yeah, it is a big problem because they, they sit on the rooftops and they come down and steal people's glasses and hats and shit. Mm. And the monkeys know how to barter. They steal it so they can get food. People trade them. Then you have to give them food to get their no shit back. They're just thieves. They're thieves. Straight up thieves. Real thieves. Okay, good news story. Oscar Meyer, the hot dog company, offers free hot dog on wheels... For marriage proposals. Wow. How do you get one? You want the Wienermobile. Yeah. Oh, like they'll loan it to you as a backdrop for your, or like to. Yeah, they'll drive it up to you. your wedding. Yeah. You can rent it and walk through it. and You blew it on your proposal. Amazing. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. The, Apparently what did that's you what have? I'm doing wrong. Bunch of like orchestra people and a family. What? Uh, no, just, just a castle and a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blew it. Yeah. You blew it. Didn't have the Oscar. You didn't have a 27 foot long hot dog on wheels. Well, that explains a lot. Funny. All right. Is that it? That, well, Wade said he had one. Rebel News says that Halloween's going to be canceled. What? Too many germs. It's not a formal thing. How do you cancel something that doesn't really exist other than just you? Halloween really exists. But not, how's the, (laughs) what's the government going to do? You're like, start giving out tickets if somebody gives out candy? Sure. They find a way to tax that. Can't stop people from going for a walk <laughs> with a so. bag yeah. and a mask. Master mandatory. Okay. Oh, loophole. 
Yeah, that's what I, I heard that the one day too. Like, well, maybe they're gonna start ma- making the kids wear masks. I was like, they are wearing masks. Yeah, everybody's gonna be dressed as a surgeon for Halloween this year. Yeah, <gasps> that's what I should be. <laughs> yeah, the safest profession. Exactly. Alice okay. Cooper's Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> let's get to these questions. Yeah, let's get to it. Um, if you have questions you want to enter as we go along here, all you have to do is type into the beside the little chat box. There's a little card with the question mark on it. That's where we want your questions because that's how we keep a track of them and avoid the scrolling. And that's how I think you can then see, you can see that on there now, right? I put that question up there. Yes. Now everybody can see the question. Yeah. See, this is cute. It I even like has Q and A like before it. I log in. Yeah, good. Okay. Oh yeah, look at that right at the top. Q and A, beautiful. Okay. So first question here, except why doesn't it tell you who says it in this thing? TC Dex is who it was, but uh, TC Dex says, and I believe this is right, yeah, TC Deck says, in your opinions, for a new deck builder, would you go exclusive to one brand or the other? No. Yes. Okay. End of question, maybe. So. <laughs> you, do, you do you. Next, <laughs> next yeah. question. Uh, so you can make an argument for both. This is perfect. I would, yeah, let's hear both you sides. Make, you'd yeah. make an argument for both. I would say no, because I think that when you get started, I think you should be working with all of the products to try and figure out where you hit your groove and which ones you like to use. Hit your groove. Okay, Mr. Puntastic 6000. Amazing, a, right? I was Stella a, got a groove slid back. Slid that groove pun right in there. Pretty early. I'm not even done my whiskey coffee yet. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, I think I would just try a bunch of different brands and then much like we do at our store, we sell multiple brands because I, I like the idea of offering what works for the customer, not what works for me. So... Okay, so there's one side of it. The reason I would say yes, and I, mine was with an asterisk that you should try them first. Like you should go explore all the brands before. Now he likes my answer so much he's using part of it. <laughs> no, no, this is always my answer. Even try last, Wade's first. <laughs> even last night when I saw this. But I think if you're like, should you settle into a brand? Uh, there's a lot of benefits to you if you do. That's why I think that you probably should. As a deck builder, sure. Mm. Like pick the brand that you think is the best because odds are, guys are going to have a brand that they think is the best. Yeah, like They'll try the five or six and be like, I really like working with this one, or I think it's a better product, or I think the warranty's better. There's some loyalty kickbacks <clears throat> that make sense in joining. So then do that. And exactly, sign into the loyalty program because it's going to help you build your business a lot and potentially help you get a lot of leads. There's a lot of benefits to choosing that personally for your business to, to pick a brand and run with it. Yeah. Whereas the benefits to not doing that and trying to like, there's a lot of... Um, like logistical issues with trying to like manage so many brands and show so many brands and source so many brands and everything else. Correct. Um, yeah. You roll up to somebody's house and you have to pull out four suitcases full of samples. Right. And then you right. just confuse them. I think I like the idea that some guys have chosen their brand. They show that. And if nothing works, then you, well, go. okay. Then maybe yeah. go find something else that if they're like, Oh, we're looking for something that's not really in here. It's kind of yellow. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll go find a couple other options. But for the most part, if people have 20 options in front of them, yeah, they, they'll yeah, be yeah. able to find, they'll them. find something. And then certainly, as a new deck builder, I think it'd be good to get in under a rep that's going to support you mm-hmm. and have those kickbacks and build some brand and maybe yeah. get some leads out of it and everything else. So I think it would be good. But. Do you think it's better to choose a, uh, like a larger brand like Trex versus like decorators? Did you see that question in there? I didn't. <clears throat> I said but it. I like, how I, you're, said I like how you're building on that. No. Next question. I'm just kidding. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's a good follow up question. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like do you obviously choose, you choose the big guy. I don't know that. So, 
I think as you're starting your business, if you're looking to get out there, you'd be remiss to not have treks in like as part of your advertising somehow. Mm. They're they're the juggernaut in the industry. They're is huge. There, is there a question that should be the biggest guy or just like one of the big Well like guys? so like do you like do some market research and figure out what the most popular color is, basically? And then like More if all the decks are built in Foggy Wharf, go with Trex and be the Trex guy. I think or that when you're when people are looking for a deck in your market, you need to find out what they're what they're looking for. Are mm-hmm. they typing in Trex or are they typing in Timber Tech? Because there are certain like so yep. Saskatoon is a heavy fibron market. Regina's right. heavy Trex market. So if you're a contractor in Regina and you're not hawking tracks, you're missing out on some of the searches. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not a tracks pro, you're missing out on some of the searches, right? But in Saskatoon, maybe, like, maybe, probably tracks works everywhere because that's what everybody thinks composite is. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I think you probably should be tied to some of the, one of the big brands in some way. I just wouldn't exclusively sell that line. Right. I would sell a few of them I would have, like, I would have a few from the Fibron and I'd have a few from TimberTech and a few from Trax and a few from Decorators. And, like, I would have a few boards that I, as a builder, liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you would absolutely be on a, I'd be on somebody's page, for sure, as one of their pro stall- installers. Pro. Majestic Outdoors says, yes, don't give too many choices, 100% spot on, TimberTech, Azek, all the way. So I, I don't know who he's with, but... Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then TC Dex follows up and says, I have the two big names in the industry trying to sway me, offering some good incentives. So that'll be Trex and TimberTech, yeah. presumably. Um, yeah, I mean, do your research, find the products that you like to work with the most, understand the benefits. There's obviously like, like decorators is obviously a big up and comer, and there's some big companies using that exclusively now and having really good uh, experience with it. Um, I like I would say one of those three, right? Like Fibron Fibron decorators might be a little bit harder to find in your market. So if they're not there, Trex is gonna be the most available. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are, you're gonna be able to find some Trex. Yeah. Right? So if that's a concern, like yeah, first of all, find what brands are readily available because you don't want to be stuck in this limbo of trying to order stuff in from elsewhere all the time yep. or having logistics issues with it. Yeah. So at least choose from the ones that are available in your area. And then I'm not I I'm not um I'm not going to guide you between Trex and TimberTech. They're both good products. See which one you like the best. Yeah, they both have good warranties uh, and they both have like great reps. We've met lots of reps from both of the companies. They're like, they're fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. They both have production issues. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Um, Majestic Outdoors. We agree with Shane. Did you hear that? It's fine. I don't have feelings, so you can't hurt him. You guys, did you guys (laughs) hear the, the intro? Wade thinks you're the smartest person he's ever met. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah <laughs> me too is jj out of there I don't know. <laughs> that's some scary stuff to say out loud so regal ideas next comment just a comment says just want to say you are both awesome thanks buddy um jace deboer says or sometimes you can be the catalyst in a market to bring a brand into a dealer <laughs> then set yourself apart yeah. <laughs> challenger brand <laughs> Aiden Construction says, do you have a theme? A theme? For what? Is it? For this podcast? It's an Instagram q and I don't uh, know what else you might be referring to there. Do we have a theme for the podcast? Uh, yeah. It's called Winging It. Oh, wing <laughs> it. It's funny. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, this is the Wing It theme. <laughs> Big Locker 1869 says, how much does camel rule? The roost. Mm. It rules the roost. Camel rules the roost. But how much? 
Yeah, you didn't ask what it rules yeah. necessarily. It's an infinite amount of ruling. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody a, knows that who whoever rules the roost. Sounds like quite a bit of ruling. So Camo makes great products. What else do you want to say? I, like he must work for them or something. I don't know. That's the second Camo comment he's made or this he podcast just, so far. Or he just found it. So Camo products are amazing. The ProTech screws <laughs> with the Marksman jigs, really good products. They're amazing. The Camo clips, really good products. Camo drive, really good products. The screws, no idea. The it, lever. Probably okay. Hmm? Camo lever is pretty cool. Yeah, the lever. Um, lever, it's, lever. It's amazing. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, Big ru- fan. it Big. rules a measurable amount. Immeasurable. Next question from New England Deck Pros. Do you think that buying your own equipment to install Ooh. helical piles or piers makes sense? Ooh, no. I don't. Yes. This is <laughs> so this I is don't think so. I think like if you're... This is a this is a depends question. Like the diapers? That's exactly what I was thinking. Quick, say your answer first so I can borrow part of it and then <laughs> answer mine. So I don't think so. I think it's a business all on its own. And so if you're going to do the helical screw piles, I think you should be putting them in for everybody you should be putting them in for yourself and all your competition because if you think about running a helical screw pile machine you're going to put in four piles a week so that you can build decks and i just don't think that that offsets the cost of that machine so so this is where i say it depends you're only doing four piles a week if you're like a one crew working like pretty small operation right you have six crews and you're starting six projects a week and every project you build has 14 to 20 piles yep then fine it's like a you got every day is full of drilling piles and why not? You could drill them for other people too. I think, right? It gets a little bit tricky though. If you're a high volume guy, I think it for sure makes sense. Yeah, if you're a high volume guy, sure, I can support that. But mm-hmm. or just you're have your own not going to be franchise. you're not going to be putting them in for your competition. I can tell you that for sure. They'll know who you are and what you're doing, and they'll just be like, "Nope, I'm not supporting my competition," and they just won't. We know that because we opened the store and everybody thought we were installers, and nobody was coming here to shop. Have you have you literally <laughs> borrowed packs of pickets from two of our biggest competitors in the city? Yeah, but it took this f- year. But it took five years to get there. <laughs> you didn't ask him the first years. Yes, I did. I'm, I think there's can be friendly competition. There can be friendly competition. I just don't think I would build my business off of the but referrals so, from Freeze Talman. Well, nobody's suggesting that you only build your business off referrals yeah. from your competition. <laughs> I'm saying that like. If you were to buy your machine, you're not necessarily only ever going to be installing them for yourself. Like, what if you locked, like, for example, Perfect View, Simon, he's locked into, he's got his uh, Perfect View Dex business, and he has the Goliath Tech franchise. Yes. A lot of his competition could be completely oblivious that he's even the Goliath Tech guy. Yep. So, and some of them, like, maybe you're in an area where there isn't many screw pile guys or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think there's an opportunity to, if you're if you're a high-volume guy that can sustain your set, your own jobs with it, absolutely. But I think there's also probably a lot of opportunity to install for others as well and have that as a separate arm of the business completely. And, mm-hmm. and so do you think that if you're, if you have this separate arm of your business that it's taking away from your, like, real moneymaker? Like, if you're really making money at building decks and then you have this other thing that you're just, like, half-assing off the side of your desk... Is that where you... No, because I think in a large business, like the owner's probably not the guy in the seat anyway. Like you hire a guy to run the installer, to run the machinery. Yeah, I guess we need more information. Are you the guy in the seat? Well, like, yeah. So why are you even considering getting your own helical pile installing machine? Because what's the point? Paying somebody else 300 bucks a pop to put them in and the pile costs $75. Hmm. So you're paying somebody else $225 per pile labor to drive piles. And if you're driving 
15 piles per project and you're doing that a few times a week? I mean, I feel like it, it could make business sense because that machine could be used in other ways as well. Yeah, I think if you can make enough money to pay off the machine in a few years, then maybe, sure, like I'm all for collecting toys yeah. and tools, right? So if you could pay that machine off in a couple of years, then it might make sense. But I think... <clears throat> my argument would be that you can make more money building decks and then buy the machine. After. Focus on like focus on the deck, get yep. that going. But, but if he's in a market that doesn't have them at all and he's the first to market in there, then mm-hmm. I have a totally different answer. So there's a few guys in the <clears throat> Facebook groups and the Instagram like, world that happen. bought these machines recently. And they're, they're like, they're saying it's the best thing that they've done is like, cause they now, not only, not only are they now retaining that revenue in their own pockets, but they control their own schedules. Like how much do they cost? Like what's the cost on those? Like a machine. Oh, you're, like you're, you're probably into it for like even with used machinery, like 30 or 40 grand. Like, yeah. But but that's what I think, but you do 10 pile. That's $500 a month. You make two grand a day installing them. Yeah. Right. And you're going to pay, you're going to pay a guy to sit in the bucket seat and drive and you're going to pay him $200 a day. So that machine's not going to take that long. If you're in a market that's busy enough with those things, Mm -hmm. that's not going to take that long to pay that off. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I, I think it's a great idea if you're a big volume builder and you're driving lots of piles. Like, you need to sit down and do the cost analysis on that and see if it makes sense for you. But, because the answer is not, it's not a blanket answer. Like, the guy who does 17 decks a year and they're all 300 square feet, well, he probably shouldn't bother. Right. Um, yeah. yeah I, think, I think that if I was doing it, if I could support it on my own, like, if it made business sense on my own business, then I probably would. Yeah. I don't know that I would draw away from my business to start another one right away. But uh, TS Hockey Training wants to know, why does everyone think you are not only the best deck supplier, but also one of the top blacklist players of all time? Who? Who's this? TS Hockey Training. <laughs> Sorry, I, I wasn't listening to that until I heard the word blacklist because I thought it was somebody from a different... T- no, would you like me to repeat yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does everyone think you are not only the best deck supplier, but also one of the top blacklist players of all time? As my tenure, I uh, I have really hit my stride in rec hockey as I've aged. I think I was a point and a half or two points a game last year. And the whole time playing hockey, like whenever I played organized hockey, I was like one point per five games. So here's an interesting take on this whole, like maybe I'm like the same level and everybody else just keeps getting older and shittier. Right. Like, yeah. I've, been, I've been as good a hockey player from the age of 17 to 40 consistency. And man. it's just like, everybody else was really good when they were 20. And I was like, just right here, just getting, huh? <laughs> you're playing the maintain game. Yeah, exactly. So I maintain you. Guys. I flattened the curve a long time ago <laughs> with my hockey. So interesting take on this whole thing. Everybody talks about <laughs> tracks being the big brand and they are. Uh, but Precision Construction says, and he, he like sent this message kind of direct to Jace from Decorators, so maybe I wasn't supposed to read this one out loud, but I like the point he's making. Everybody thinks the dinosaur, mm, <laughs> I don't know if I should reword his stuff. Everybody thinks the dinosaur, T-Rex, uh, is so big, yet the revenue is paltry compared to UFP. So when you get down to brass tacks, Decorators is the biggest board in the game. So that's, Ooh. it's, nope. Like I... <laughs> I like what he's saying. I like where he's going with that, but yep. he's not right. It, nobody walks in here and says, can I get a decorator's board? And so yeah, they they don't. No. Yeah. They, they want tracks. I, I would agree with you. I, I understand what he's saying. He's like, you can't, like, look, people are saying, like, you can't compete with tracks because of the, because of their bank account. They've got more marketing dollars and can spend, outspend anybody. What he's saying is like, no, no, maybe not. Like, if you're looking at their bottom line revenue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, UFP could spend whatever they want to. 
Absolutely. And from Fibron, brand, like, but they haven't. And Fibron right now? Yeah. Right there, Fortune brand? Yeah. Nobody can play with those guys. Yeah. Like, that's huge, huge, huge dollars. Big so bank. Regardless of how big their bank accounts are, um, there's no disputing that Trex is the biggest brand of composite decking Correct. in the industry. It's and like, it's not even close. We could have an argument about whether Coke is the biggest brand in the soft drink. There's no argument. Coke yeah. is the biggest. Yes. And it's just, that's what it is. Yes. You talk about trucks, Ford. And that's, and like. that's, that's a fair <laughs> comparison too, because you look at Pepsi and Pepsi's bottom line, way bigger than Coke's. Yeah. Like, because they're owned, they're, they're owned by multi, yep. multi like they're part of what Quaker, like the whole, like, Yep. They own half the convenience store items in the world. They're a bigger company than mm-hmm. than Coca Cola is. Yep. But um, are, are you pressing uh, the button? Because uh, I'm not getting the question. No, change. we're rolling through comments. I'm, roll, I'm trying to catch up through the comments oh, to this okay. last question we asked. Uh, quickly, Cable Rail says, if you're building enough decks to keep the equipment busy, yes. If not, no. Sure. New England Deck Pro says, I'm thinking of getting a dingo with drive head, and then I can drive piers, use forks to move material, and use. Uh, used to move demo to the dump trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, like, there's a purpose. That's tool. a multi-use tool, right? And and I and TC Deck says I think I'd start a separate pile company for from the deck company. And I yeah. So I, I think that, that would probably too. be a good way to. That's start. how I would do it as well. Yep. And then you could pay yourself, and then not to pay taxes on that. Those are two different companies that you can. Yep. Mm-hmm. However, you get around that. Uh, Jay Stabor says, "Will you guys be doing anything special for your hundredth episode?" It seems like a loaded question. I don't think so. Uh, I hope we do. TC Deck says... (laughs) (laughs) I personally hope the 100th is a good one. (laughs) There are some things in the works. I don't know what we're allowed to say, so... We won't. I mean, you're not going to have to wait very long to hear it. We're on 98. more weeks. 98, yeah. If you're listening, people in the podcast or in the live will have to wait. Uh, Northridge GC, general contractors, I assume, says, I've been using concealed flange hangers on our outside joists. Is there another way? Yes. Yep. There's another way. Everybody's finding the, the things that we don't agree on today. No, no, I, Not that we don't agree. There is. Differ There's two ways to do that. I. So, so Wade, depends what you're doing. So if you're using a composite fascia, then I think that that hanger is pretty good. Um no, no, no. Conceal hanger. That's what he asked. You mean the opposite? No. If you're using a composite fascia, okay, then I would use that hanger because you can hide that steel on it. You can go right over top of it. I see. Okay. You never like you would never see it. it would okay. just like cover it. If you're doing a, if you're just leaving the fascia exposed, like your rim joist is going to be exposed, and yeah. you're never going to cover it, then I would use an L7 on the inside, or I would run that outside rim joist pass the ledger and then fastened it in with a structural screw. Yeah. So in all of those scenarios, I would suggest doing that. And because when you're doing the composite fascia, that hanger and the screws are in the way. Now you have to notch the back of your fascia and dick around with that, trying to get that fascia to sit flush. I think that's the biggest uh, time when you should probably use the other options, which Wade said is if you're going to butt the, the outside rim into the ledger, then an L70 bracket or an L5 or whatever size lumber from Simpson is appropriate. It's just a 90 degree hanger that'll stiffen that corner up. Or like you said, run past and have the ledger butt into the rim and then you can bolt in from that side and not require hardware at all. I like th- the idea of throwing the L70s on the corner regardless yep. how you're doing that. But um, but using a concealed hanger, I think always, it's either visible, which is not which is unsightly. If you're not using fascia, if it's a wood deck or something, 
or it's in the way of the fascia. And why bother having to hack away at the back of your board to try to get to notch around those um, SD screws or nails or whatever on that hanger if you can just use different hardware and not have to worry about it. Yep. That's my opinion on that. Yeah. I guess I never did that. I always just like, I just ran the fascia over top of that hanger. I didn't think that there was a big enough. It was like an eighth of an inch. Oh, for sure. That was a trim guy. No, no, it's not an eighth of an inch though. No, because I didn't put the screws on the outside. I'd use a flat, like I'd use a flat nail, right? Mm. Just like pound the nail flat. Gotcha. It was like, that didn't move that much. So. Uh, Quigley Cable says, when the customer asks for Trex, they're not always thinking of the Trex brand, but Trex as a product. Yeah. Correct. Synonymous with composite for a lot of people. Composite. Sure. For a lot of people, they yes. don't understand that the brand is like, it's the Kleenex syndrome. It's Kleenex, right? yep. <gasps> yeah. Um, okay, so hopefully we've answered that for Northridge with a couple good options for them there. Let's go down here. We've got um, Houghton, Houghton 1984, best product to revive old decks, presumably talking about wood, like old wood decks. Yeah, like sand it up and throw a little Q-Tech on there. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored by them, but just, uh, I really like it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, if it's old, old, you can get uh, the brighteners, like the wood brightener. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Uh, the, the Like Q-Tech makes them, Mesmer's makes them. Everybody makes a deck brightener or refinisher or renewer of yeah, sorts. Basically, it's an it's an acid mixture in water. You spray it on, it kind of eats away at the surface. Oh, okay. And you pressure wash it off. And so what it does is it kind of like, yeah, it just it brightens it. Eats off all the death. Yeah. Yeah. Peels off that kind of first layer of old weathered wood, the gray patina. So if you want to if your deck is old and weathered and is grayed, then that helps you bring it back without sanding at all. Sanding will be the most effective. Like that'll be the only guaranteed way to get it all off and mm-hmm. get it back to new, but it's also a lot of work. So, <laughs> Elbow grease. I would like to change my answer. Yeah. <clears throat> Best product to revive an old deck, elbow grease. The nice thing about those brighteners is that you spray them on, they can kind of get into the cracks and everything, whereas the sander, like, pretty yeah. tough to get down into the grooves of the boards and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And then once that's done, to Wade's point, Q-Tech that bitch. Whoa. Just got excited. Is this a, do you have to change the rating of this podcast now? It's always explicit. Oh, oh, well. Yeah, we love Q-Tech. We sell tons of Q-Tech. Um, our customers. I like Mesmer's too. So I do like Mesmer's too. But in, in the four years we sold Mesmer's, I never once had a customer come back and say, uh, maybe this isn't true, but I, like not to the frequency we do now. So good. I, it's so easy to work with. I've never like used anything like this before. Yep. That happens with Q-Tech all the time. Yeah, People always come back to like, it's amazing. Like it's so easy to put on and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it works great. looks great. Everybody loves it. And so yep. like we carry both, we carry both Q-Tech and Mesmer's and we sell lots of both, but Q-Tech has definitely taken over the sales for us this year. Yep. Um, people are loving it. So, um, what do we got next here? So that's our suggestion for that. Uh, Corey Dubs in here and says, Hey gents, how are things going? Or hope things are going well. They are Corey. Thank you. Uh, next question from precision podcast or precision podcast, precision. <laughs> Not yet. Precision. He's probably instruction. Start one, right? Can I order my 100th podcast commemorative swag? Now I can't talk today. Swag now. Uh, how about just one of these? How about just a shirt from back here? I don't have any commemorative swag for you at this point. Um, but if we ever decide to do that, then we should order sure. We should, we should order seven or eight of those. So we're getting near the end. There's 16 people in here. If you have any questions left, there's only one more in the bank here. Ooh. So put your questions in to the little cards in the bottom of the screen so we don't miss it. Okay? Now, the last question. <laughs> 
from JJ's Lovely Things, Wade's wife. <laughs> Have you ever considered a wives takeover podcast? I hadn't until the other day, and I, now I think we should. Yeah, I hadn't either. This is like the third time in two days that it's been referenced. So I feel like you're like she's pressing it pretty it's hard. Got to happen now. And, and what was the concept? They the, would. We were going to ask chairs? them questions. Like, should, should we all deck questions? We, we just have <laughs> like technical deck questions. It should be <laughs> like some real doozies too, right? Some people that are actually looking for help. Exactly. Like, I really need a hand, guys. I got an inspector. It's down my back. <laughs> it's like, well, I think you should make him muffins. <laughs> so some of the stuff like, how many of these podcasts do you actually listen to? Like we would ask them these questions. Yeah, she like JJ just sent these to me and was like zero. Yeah. Uh, what's your dream deck look like? Like, because from their perspective, from their perspective, what do they want out of a deck? Right? Yeah. Favorite thing from the deck shop? Um, how many construction projects? Oh, wait, what was the? What was the craziest construction project you've had to do because of your husband? Right? Like, I made JJ didn't make her, but we stuccoed a house together. Oh wow. Yeah, she like scratch coated the house. So anyway, stuff like that. Be an interesting concept. It would be. Yeah. Holy crap. All of a sudden there's five new questions in there. What did I <laughs> and, just do? And a comment from JJ. Uh, not true. She's listening right now. Not true on the zero comment. Yeah, yeah. JJ's been here, in here from time to time. She's definitely chalked up more notches in the belt than my wife has. Burrs. Okay. Uh TC decks back at it again. What's your favorite composite color combos for two tone decks? That's a good question. Um, Foggy Wharf and Clamshell. Is that yours? That's yours. I don't, I don't know. Trex. So Bryce. Bryce doesn't know, but he's like, <laughs> but he's in, and that's a that's a great combo. Trex, Foggy Wharf and Clamshell. Um, I like Costa and Kaya right now. Mm. That's a good combo. I want to see a deck done. I don't know if this is my favorite combo. I think probably the. Oh boy, this is a tough one. I'm going to say I want to see the Akaya and Tundra deck done. I think that could look really cool. Yeah. And I don't know that I've seen it done. Tundra's got remember. too much blue in it for me. What about Tundra got blue? Tundra's got no. What about Dark Slate? Blue. How come? Well, a little bit of the streaking, I guess. I find yeah. it to be a very tanny gray, though. Decorators Dark Slate and Tundra? Dark Slate looks good with most of the, the um, Voyage boards, yeah. Or any of the decorators boards. So I've seen some pictures of it with like Mesa and Costa. It looks super sharp. Yeah. With that. It looks. Like it, it's designed to be with all of them. It works with all yeah. of them, right? One of my other favorites was always Dark Hickory and Coastline from yes. Timbertech Azek. That man. combo is straight fire. I like, now we're getting away from things. Um, and then a similar combination from Wolf on that would be like Silver Teak and Black Onyx. And I think I might actually prefer that a little bit. It's got more color to it. It's like the same, almost the same coloring. That yeah, one that we did like, that was uh, Teakwood and Rosewood from Wolf was awesome. That was straight fire too. Yeah. Yeah, my favorites are probably not going to be necessarily the most popular. The most mm. popular would be gray on gray. Yeah, gray on Up gray here, seems right? to be the most popular. Down in the States, that's going to be a different story. But here, it's, it's like pick your gray, pick your gray. Do they look good together? Yeah, great. Okay. I really like those orange, like orangey, more orangey boards. I do too. I like yeah. the bright ones like, like that. Like your wine. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Like my wine. <laughs> uh, Precision Construction says decorators, Costa and Kaya. He agrees with Wade. Would it be nice to see that's somebody do combo. like... The reverse. So lots of people do the light color on the inside of the deck and then a dark picture frame. I've yeah, seen like, a couple that were done dark with a light picture frame, yeah, and mm -hmm. I like that. I always really like that look. 
people always ask that sure. in the store like i don't know would that look good though and it's like yeah it's for sure less common but i think that looks sharp as hell when yeah. people do the reverse yeah but I was like, for sure, more common to put the light in the middle. And then people are like, oh, maybe we'll just do that. And it's like, you don't have to be like everybody. Forget I said that. Do the one that I think looks yeah, cool. We could do Yeah. Because usually at that, like the price points are the same, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. do yeah. the dark, do Kaya all through the whole deck. Do a double picture frame and do one band as Costa and then the outside band as Kaya. I think that that looks the sharpest. Yep. Sure. Like... That's a tough question to ask us because we've got six brands downstairs and we've seen a lot yep. of them work together and to pick like two colors out of the hundred that, that we think are our favorites, but there's a few good options. Foggy Wharf with Clamshell, mm-hmm. Coastline with Dark Hickory, Costa with Kaya, and the Kaya with Tundra is not something I've even seen before. I'm just saying I've been like itching to see that because I think it would look kind of neat. It's mm-hmm. for sure not a common one. I wouldn't even say it's my favorite. I just want to, I think that'd be cool. We should do it in here. Why don't we change the... Change out the Sierra boards. I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about doing that. Why not? It could be cool. What I also like too is that some people are getting into the three colors. Yeah. And it can look good sometimes too. That's like that lady that took all the material from the boneyard yesterday. Oh boy. We had a lady. She's got a multicolored deck. She she bought eight colors. Yeah. I think, I think she had nine. So right now in our boneyard, we have a clearance. It's like all of our stuff that's like discontinued or, or scratched. It's going to have its own podcast later this week. (laughs) And so we're blowing it out at 80% off. It's like, it's dirt cheap, but it's also like, there's also something wrong with it. Right. The 80% off theory. Where did you get that from? Was it a podcast that you'd listen to? It might've been a podcast we listened to. And the guy was like, if you're going to have a sale, have a freaking sale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, That's he how you do everything. He wasn't saying, like, the number wasn't from him, but the idea of just, like, if you're getting rid of stuff, don't, don't, like, <clears throat> baby step into a sale. Don't be, like, 20% off, and then when it doesn't sell, go 30% off, and then when it doesn't sell, go 40% off. Just go to your number. Yeah, you either have a sale or you don't have a sale. And so my number is 50, and I was like, let's blow this shit up. <laughs> Get it out. 80%, let's go. Because it's, like. And she's been busy. Some of that stuff is five years old. Yeah, waste money sitting on the ground. Yeah. And some of it's completely fine. Like it's just, there's a variety of reasons why it's out there. But anyways, so long story short, we have them stacked in bundles. It's like, oh, there's three of this color together. We'll bundle that. That's one price. This one's got 30 boards. We'll bundle that. That's one price. <laughs> $20 for these three boards. That's yeah, like, that's, that's crazy. Those are real yeah. numbers. There was and nine so, of them out there. It was 180 like, bucks. Somebody bought a deck. Like it was like TimberTech Ashwood. Well, she was one of those. It was like $500, but it was like $2,800 of the material. Whoa. It's like, and she yeah. scored. Yeah, it was. So, Anyway, she picked like nine different bundles. And so they were here loading it with, I presumably her boyfriend or her husband or whoever they were loading it. And I was like, so you guys have like some rental properties You're doing a bunch of different jobs and ever like, no, just, just one big one out at the cabin. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what colors I took, but this thing is going to be like a mosaic of, <laughs> of deck boards. So it could look cool if it's they, done right. It, so it they could, t- if you, it's tough, it's but tough. It could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we've answered that question. Well, uh, What's your favorite twelve-tone deck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, New England Deck Pros. Are there discounts available for bulk purchases of hardware and fasteners? Is this a generic question or a question f- from us? Well, he must know. Like, I'm guessing it's from us. Uh, I'll say potentially. The trouble with doing bulk discounts on that kind of stuff is that the more you buy, the more it costs us to ship. And when you get to a certain threshold, we ship it for free. So that's kind of the discount. But if there was something that could, we could find some sort of efficiency where it's like it costs us less because we're like we can drop ship it from the distributor or something because it's a big enough order to do that or it can be palletized and get. Yeah, if you want to pick up $5,000 worth of G-tape, I have a different price point for that person. Yeah. I mean, if you're coming into the store and doing that, 
hundred percent. If we have to ship it across the continent though, then we have to, there's some things at play we have to consider. Mm -hmm. So potentially, yes. Uh, next up here, Northridge GC says best way to present samples to clients for decking and railing. Okay. I'll give my biased best way. I think you should send them to a store like ours. If you don't have a store like yours, uh, give them a travel voucher <laughs> and we're only a drive away. We'll, we'll FaceTime. <laughs> it's a, that's a pretty tricky one. Like um, it goes back to our point before about talking like about talking about taking in suitcases full of stuff, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. what I, some of the contractors locally, what they're doing is they'll come to our, our shop and they'll grab kind of the in stock boards and then they present those to their customers initially. And it's like, you can show Vibron decorators, Trex, TimberTech, Wolf. And it's like, here are the popular colors. Here's what's in stock and available. Mm -hmm. Is there something you like? Uh, so that's what some of the guys do here. I think that's probably how I would do it. I would probably be, I would probably have a traveling suitcase and I would do some of that stuff on my own because I like the sales process and I like meeting the customers. If I didn't want to do that stuff, if I didn't like the sales part of it and I didn't like the, the after hour work, I would just be like, go here. Yeah. This, talk to Shane and Wade or Fraser or Juanita or whatever. Talk to anybody at the shop. Fill out the choices sheet, which is here, go ahead, yeah. and then send that back to me. I'll get you a quote. I feel like you'd be better off uh, like setting an appointment for them, though. Be like, what are what times are you available? This is the time these guys will meet you. Right. Or some of the right? guys will meet their customers here. Oh, yeah. that's a great some, idea. Some contractors meet them here. Yep. And I like that, too, because then everybody's on the same page. There's no yep. potential miscommunication. We can be there and help if they need, or we can leave the contractor alone to do his sales pitch his, himself. Doesn't yep. matter. Yep. I think the most common way obviously is to get um, a contractor kit. That's what most markets are doing. They haul around contractor kits. The whole reason I started this store, <laughs> restarted the store was to avoid some of that crap because um, I used to carry contractor kits around and I was like, get yeah, a Trex kit and a Fibron kit. That's usually all I carried around is those two brands, but it was still like, it was still a bit tedious to bring those things in, like in and out of your back of your truck, they're dirty, slapping them on kitchen, people's kitchen tables and then open them up and slapping samples all over the place. And then they can't like, they're going to want to see a bigger piece of it anyway at some point. And mm -hmm. yeah, cause it's a, like, it's a small four inch sample. Right. And then some guys like Fibron and maybe the others too have created these little, um, what do you want to call it? Like portfolio, like fanning portfolios. And it's yep. like, it's the boards, but they're cut down to like quarter inch pieces and they're just kind of stacked and they fan out. That's yeah. kind of cool. That, like that. So I would do get a hold of some of those. Cause that's like a nice little way that you can kind of throw that in your bag and show that that's going to give you as much of a visual as a little tiny four inch piece anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Much easier to move around. Homeowners don't give two shites about the shape of the board. They're picking the color. Mm -hmm. Right. And so well, I, th I, th I do think though that some of these bigger boards have such like defined graining patterns that you're hundred percent. You're really you can't, you can't tell some of these colors, even from a two foot board, it's hard to tell mm -hmm. what the board actually yeah. looks like. Or like so, streaking. Yeah. If you have the opportunity, like the way we've set up our store, our local contractors, we, we don't mind whatsoever. They just send their contractor or customers down here and we can help just when they do that. We say like, make sure you tell either tell us they're coming or tell your customer that yeah. they've been sent by you. So we know who's supposed to get the information afterwards. And so if they start asking about like, well, what should this cost to install? We can just dodge like, we don't want to. Oh yeah, that's nobody, not for us. That's not for us to decide. Your contractor is his price, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can see the retail prices that are here in the store, 
But if your contractor sent you, you here just to pick out colors, the quote's going back to them, to the contractor. Yep. Um, so we just need to know that information and then we're more than happy to help walk does, their customers through. Does the contractor get a discount? Yes. Can we get that discount? No. Don't know. No. It's yeah. like, that's well, it's a dear that. contractor. Yeah, him. I like, we're going to tell him what the price is. Uh, Majestic Outdoors says, save your drop-offs from previous jobs to give to homeowners for larger samples. If Could work. you want to manage that, you, you can bet. do that. Uh, yep. Collaborative construction, that's exactly what we do. He's one of our local guys. I believe so that he sends customers send here. Send customers down to us, yep. which just, I think works well for everybody. TC Deck says, TimberTech has compact booklets of samples that I love. I'm sure if you've got all the... If you, I'm sure if you got a hold of the rep, yep. they could get you one. So that must yeah, be yeah, pretty similar of to those, the fiber right? ones. Yep. Uh, Northridge says, I've got the boxes, but not a booklet. Yep. And so the other thing we have too, is we've created our own catalog that basically it's a, it's a magazine sure. yeah. of swatches. You could start there yep. and then those you could leave. And we give those to our contractors. If yep. they want to use them, it's like, here, take a stack, leave those with your customer. They can spend more time flipping through and seeing the colors. And then of course you need to see it in person again, but uh, it's a great way to just, it's a great way to start. Show everything easily. Yep. Like uh, Precision Construction says, unless you have your own showroom, the client can get a better feel for how boards look at a retailer more than from a sample kit. Yep. Yeah. TC Dex says, still waiting for the Utah franchise so I can bring in clients. Mm -hmm. You know, there's two ways this ha can happen. We can help you. Either we open one in Utah or you just move here. I think... We should open one in Utah. Okay. <laughs> Market's got enough people. We've got some contractors that are getting up there that are going to retire and open up a whole lot of work for somebody. Somebody could swoop in here. Uh, we I'd also need to open, open a store in Ontario. Yeah, says Northridge. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, start hitting big markets. We'll get on. Uh, we'll get on opening stores. Be patient. We'll get on. <laughs> uh, Houghton 1984 says, "Who won the camel giveaway? It was a guy on YouTube by the name of Jeddah. J e d d e h. Jeddah." Um, so yeah, that happened. And another one, who won the five away? I think that's the same question. Giveaway. And that's it. That's a wrap. Sweet. 49 minutes. Poof. Bye. <laughs> wow. If you would have hit that button, I wouldn't have stopped you. It would have been <laughs> over. You just caught me off guard there. Uh, so thank you everybody for the Instagram Q&A questions. I like these ones. I just like, like seeing what people are curious about yep. and answering those questions and and just winging it. I enjoy it. So, um, anything else, guys? Nothing for me. That was a good podcast. The podcast queue is cleared from the Q&A. We will see you next week. Except I... Here, here we go. We got to oh, get yeah. used to this it's intro. It's a long outro. We Why don't you change this? <laughs> Can't you cut it down? Because I wanted I, I wanted him to do it like this so that we could have... We could... It the whole was, used to lead it in, right? It was shorter. And then, so now, tell me a story. We got time. We got seconds. I'm going elk hunting. <laughs> Are you? At the end of this day, I'm leaving to go north hunting. Oh, yeah. Woo. You better, better get something. Better, better bring back some spoils. Thank you for listening the to there the it is. Ultimate Deck Podcast. See you guys next now week. you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>